folks, welcome to the Einstein Simplified Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host for this week, Aaron Littleton. With me, clockwise around the table, we have Frank Murphy. Hello. Brad Bumgardner. Howdy. And Paul Simmons. Salutations. Of course, sitting in with us tonight, we have one of our nameless audience members, Stephen, who will <laughs> who will give us suggestions. Hi, this yeah, she does seem to be one of the more the Stevens of the female persu- bewitched. Heidi Ho there? No, the Stevens family. Stevens yes, family. Yes, yeah. Okay. Darren, Samantha. You're, you're right. That's what I was thinking of when I said that. Hopefully that reference from left field didn't knock you off travels while you, you heard that. Stay tuned. We'll make a Mary Tyler Moore reference next. Mm-hmm. All in the block in the center square. Uh, you know, and then, uh, the uncle came over and that involved his favorite person. You know, uncle. Uh, uh, the, uh, Paul Lynn's character? Yeah, Paul Lynn. Wait. All right, now you're going to be stuck on the uncle. Oh, yeah. All right, keep going. If you don't remember the uncle from Bewitched, I know there's Paul. We are nothing! But Uncle Albert is coming to mind, but it wasn't him. It was also somebody else. It's Fat Albert. That was on the other channel at the same time. But I want to go ahead and start my hunting. Oh, wow. Okay, so, uh, wow. Anybody have anything uh, interesting going on in their week this week? Anything cool? Notable, maybe besides bonding in a bank parking lot. No, no I mean, exactly no. like that. Oh, please, and explain. You saw the email? Score. Please <laughs> no. explain to No, I did not see the email. Uh, and neither did I. I explained in the email that before tonight's show that uh, I was going running late because I apparently ate something bad and I had and I purged in the parking lot of the bank <laughs> and. Uh, in Sweetwater. Tell me it's a graphier. If it's in Sweetwater, they didn't well, look twice. We were over in the Smoky Mountains. And, it's not sweet anymore. And I thought I was car sick. This doesn't make sense. Usually I'm the one who doesn't get car sick. So I sat in the back while my wife and daughter are in the front because they get car sick. Right. So I'm in the back and my wife made a, a mis- slight miscalculation and we find ourselves at the tail of the dragon. Oh, Which oh. is the windy road that takes you back that to is... Blunt County. And we had no intention of going that way. We were supposed oh, to take no. the Cherohala Skyway. So mm-hmm. my wife actually at this point turned around and we backtracked and we found our way to the Cherohala Skyway, which is how we got there in the first place. We know right. we, we just missed the turnoff. Well, so I'm thinking, okay, good. I'm not going to get car sick because we're not taking the tail of the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> then I start getting car sick on the Cherohala Skyway. <laughs> which is straight. Which is <laughs> not right. So we stop at some overlook somewhere and I'm pacing around and I'm drinking a Coca-Cola. I'm trying to do anything to not blow chunks because it would be bad. And there's motorcyclists looking at us. And, and Awkward. I know. So we get back. I think I said, I think I'm going to be okay. Somebody else drive. Somebody else. I mean, they wanted me to drive. I right. was thinking that would stop me from being car sick. I said, no, I don't think this is not, this is not going to be good. So I got the passenger seat and I'm just, I just start to get clammy and it's just, things are not going well. We made it out of the Cherohala Skyway. We got to the point where we're driving along um, through Madisonville towards Sweetwater. Yes. And mm-hmm. I asked my daughter to pass me the vomit bag that I keep in the back of the car. Wait. Whoa! Wait, you're prepared. Pause cannot, for clarification. We cannot just go past that. Several years ago, I oh, had a... Oh, several years ago... We were oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, several years ago, we were on a family road trip to, I think we were trying to get to Gettysburg, oh and I had a basal vagal syncope in the back seat of the car, 
And what that meant was that I was cramped up in the car for whatever reason. Uh, I got a really bad leg cramp and the pain was so intense that I went unconscious. Whoa. So they took me to a hospital in the New River Valley of Virginia. Yeah. And um, I had really, really low blood pressure and a really low pulse rate until we put my mother on the phone and then I have scientific proof that she raised my pulse rate and my blood pressure to the point of aggravation. <laughs> One of the souvenirs when I got out of this hospital visit was a very nice vomit bag. With a little oh. rubber ring around yeah, it? Yeah, it's got the ring around I never oh. used it. I didn't throw up. So I, I kept have, it. Wait, you Brad knows ER. all about vomit. I know all about the ER. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a professional grade ER quality bark uh, bag, bag Extreme. Yeah, that has been in the back of the car since I painted. Um, <coughs> and that was, I mean, that was three, four, five years ago. I don't remember exactly. God, on my website. You fainted. You weren't unconscious for that. Right. Yeah. I had a vasovagal syncope. Yeah. So, so anyway. So back to current time. So I'm in the front seat. <laughs> Megan is in the seat where I was years ago when I had the vasovagal syncope. Yes. And I asked her to please pass me the professional quality bark bag from the hospital in the River Valley. <laughs> Probably exactly yeah, like exactly that. Like We're not kidding. Yeah, no, that's so. No joke. Now that exactly. it's become obvious that I, 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 I'm, if I'm feeling that badly that I need the barf bag, um, my wife decides, okay, well, she will pull over, and yeah. this is it. We're going to, you know, stop, find the safest place we can pull over. <laughs> And as we're driving along, there's BB and T, and, and uh, somewhere on on Route 60, whatever it is, through Sweetwater. So we just stop, and I'm at this point, I'm out of the car, and I'm wanting to walk around the car to get to the grass, yeah. but instead I just spill on the <laughs> spill is not the correct term. <laughs> spill is not smells you like you're carrying a spew. Spill on the yeah. asphalt right there outside of the car. Oh. And as I look down I can see the fruit salad that I had before. <laughs> Oh, you but can it see you? And Megan says to me, but I also had the fruit salad. And then she looks down and says, oh, but I didn't eat the garnish. Because <laughs> you garnished your vomit? <laughs> my breakfast had... I'm so hoity-toity. My breakfast had, a, had an orange slice. And like a, they put an orange slice on the omelet or whatever the hell it was. And it was free. And I, so I ate it. <laughs> So, so you can see the, the little bits of strawberry and melon and pineapple, and this, but mostly you see this orange. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. So that's what happened. Was there anyone else in the bank parking lot at the time, or was it well, a there surprise? Were, there were some morning. people pulling into the check cashing, you know, joint next to the bank. Okay. <laughs> people who don't have bank accounts who are going to the. the you know, yeah. 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 Not, not judging. Not so judging they, here. Well, but they were technically in. It was just their kids they'd left in the car who were staring at me. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, it was only 85 degrees. It was all right. And, but anyway, that's what happened. And then I was embarrassed about that. But we packed up the car, and the best one I've purged, so I sent Paul a text and y'all an email saying this. And, um... You know, I don't know if it went through as I was way down in Sweetwater. Oh, I saw it. It was just weird. Yeah. Oh, you saw it. I saw it at the last okay. minute. Oh, yeah. so, I think we know what the BB and BB and T stands for now. Barkbag. Barkbag. Yeah, bark and But at that point, I felt well enough that we were able to stop somewhere, some fast food joint, and get some uh, dinner. And oh, because bars. that's going to help when you've been through a gun. Nothing's I'm better than fast food. I'm pleased. If I may. I am still traveling home from Fontana. I was delayed due to eating something bad this morning, but I think it's been fully purged. <laughs> <laughs>
end quote. End quote. <laughs> yeah, you you got the better story podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't often vomit, but when I do, I garnish it. <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> Here's what I want to see. I want to see what happens with those people that pulled in next to you at the catching place. Those got four, four people. We can find out what got them there, or maybe what happened after. The tires might have driven through the residue. Oh, oh. oh. Um, these guys. This next scene we're gonna see. Uh, we'll see. We'll have uh, we'll have Brad and Paul be members of uh, that's in this car going to the check catching place. Frank might be himself. He might be somebody else. I don't know. So, so uh, taking this from what spot? Uh, wherever you want to. You're in this car. You can there end three spots that I landed. <laughs> okay. You can, you, end, you can end with Frank barfing, or you can begin with Frank barfing, but it's going to be at one end of the scene or the other. According, right, according so. to the Murphy family, it always ends with Frank barfing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, let's see it. <clears throat> hey, Rufus, you think Mama's going to cash a big check today? Well, she did give it to me. She got that, you know, state incentive tractor fund for all that corn we raised. Oh, yeah, corn's good. Uh, and we're going to show them Grange kind of people with corn's better. Mm-hmm, better than tomatoes. <laughs> all right, so let's just let's get, well, you know, uh, I was thinking about the BB&T, but, um... <laughs> Does it? What, what's going on over there? Well, Unless they installed a new fountain. Uh, we... Oh my god, that man's a spilling. Uh. <laughs> Wait a minute, I recognize that voice. That's what I want to be on the radio. <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> After we... Right in. Pass the water. He sounds the same. Jerry, help. <laughs> if I had one of them smarty phones, I'd be recording this right now. <laughs> I'm doing a sketch. <laughs> Ooh, get out the sketch. Get out the sketch and cram. <laughs> Jerry, let's just take a picture of me quick. Give me a t-shirt to put over my head. Don't, don't look at him. Don't, don't look at him. I know he's super famous, but he, everyone gets to throw up. Oh my God. He's so classy. He's garnishing his vomit. <laughs> That's an orange slice. I've never seen an orange slice outside of Christmas. It's a bad orange. Don't garnish. <laughs> He's yelling at us. I feel so privileged. <laughs> get in there. Get in there. Get your check. Stop looking at us. Can we drive through his vomit when we leave? Yeah, you better believe it. Fine. You can drive through his vomit when you leave if you just stop drawing crayon pictures of my husband. <laughs> Thank Sorry. You. I'm surprised he came over. You me too. I'm going to go cast my check. Stringling. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to Check Cash or Us. Is, are you looking for a predatory loan or are you looking for one quarter of your check to be taken out to cash it? I'm looking for the, I'm not going to be able for college for my next babies. Oh, good. That'll be uh, predatory. We have that on special today. We will need to see either your Kroger discount card or your library card as a form of identification. I don't know, but I got a Kroger card. And I got a Walmart vest, so I think that's enough ID. I I got a picture of him in a zebra costume. Will that do all right? That'll that'll help out just fine. We talked about oversharing. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, so you want your check, Cat? Yes, I do. All right, we'll hand her over. Yeah, this check is for five seventy three. I need M and M's and a Pepsi. Five dollars and seventy three cents. Of course, as you know, we've taken out our standard forty six percent rate. 
stand today PR, we're going to be putting this into a six-month check cashing policy, which will increase the APR 1.3% every two weeks, as you know. 1.3%? I want to go by two. I want big, big money. All right, two. There we go. All right. Would you like to contribute a dollar to the Dale Earnhardt Memorial Fund? Hell today? yeah, I would. All right. Here you go. All right. And there is your check. As you can see, you owe us two more dollars. <laughs> Hang on, Becky. Give me your teeth money from under the pillow. Oh, shit. All right, here you are. There you go. There's two dollars. Oh, it's the teeth money. We're getting fancy today. All right. Well, yep. Not as fancy as them oranges. Your next payment will be due in 16 hours. It will be $37.92. Do you take celebrity vomit as payment? Well, I... Hang on, let me check on Craigslist, see if that can sell. <laughs> what level celebrity are we talking about? We're talking about D-list, Frank Murphy. Oh, Frank Murphy, tough. <laughs> Well, I do see someone else is selling Frank Murphy vomit on. Oh, it's, it's Frank Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Monroe County. Oh, yeah. Monroe! <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. That's what it sounded like when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing sweet about that one. Frank's out in the parking lot yeah. garnishing his wages. <laughs> you mean wedges. <laughs> I have, actually, Sweetwater is a place that I keep failing to go. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know why. Well, well not, not familiar with no. exits. <laughs> I, have, I have this watch, and it's from the seventies. And no, this is going so. Oh, please me. I gotta see where this connects. So, I have this watch. It's from the seventies. It's called. It's called an Accutron. Oh my god! Or Bulova, however you say it. I don't even know. Persona. Bulova. Bulova. It was. My understanding is they developed the Accutron watches immediately before they developed quartz watches mm. which are way more accurate and way easier to power and everything it's super simple and like so they developed these and these were the height of technology for about three weeks <laughs> and then beyond that it's just it's it they just fell out of it was it. almost a good month <laughs> but but they do the, the cool thing about them is is they vibrate they don't tick so when you hold them up to your ear they go beep. i mean it just sounds like a little vibrating noise it's kind of wild but it's super accurate for the time period. And it's really cool looking. <laughs> but the thing is, you can't find anyone to work on these watches. Like if you go to, we're talking even replacing a battery is beyond most of the jewelry stores or anything around here. If you go and you say, hey, can you replace a battery in this Accutron? It's like, we have a guy we can mail it to. <laughs> Who can Your do old that? Bible lives in the mountains. And the guy yeah. they mail well, it to. <laughs> no, well, I don't know who that is, but what I do know is I saw a guy where I work wearing one, and I said, is that a Bulba Accutron? And he's like, yeah, I've had it forever. And I'm like, I've got one of those, and the battery is dead, and I'd like to wear it because it's a neat-looking little watch. And I'm like, how do you keep this thing up? And he's like, Apple at the Sweetwater Flea Market. And that's the point. I'm like, oh, God, I'm never getting down there. But he's like, well, it's near the Lost Sea. 
It is near the Lost Sea. There's a whole and sea. It's also I, saw the lost a, I saw a business that uh, <laughs> offered to sell marital aids, A-I-D-E-S, and tobacco <laughs> Marital aids. So that's a human being, as you know. Yes. <laughs> Hello, my name is Peppy. I'll be here to help you push. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the landlord, senor. Vigarito, vigarito. <laughs> Necesito algo más? Because afterward, obviously, you need a tobacco product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We drove by while I wasn't driving. So I t- couldn't take a picture. I'm trying. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to... Okay, so audience, audience, a single audience member, Stephen. Um, we have... Uh, we're going to try a new game. Um, oh, no, we're not going to do this one. If it's that one, mm-mm, mm-mm. it is a. Uh, this is a game we're calling uh, Dramatis Persona, or Personae. Persona. And uh, this was described to me by a friend of mine named Alex Scott, who may listen to the podcast. Thank you, Alex. Uh, and what it is is we're going to flip to one of our pages in our playbooks that we use for all kinds of things, and we're going to read off the list of characters. Uh, and the setting in this uh, play, but we're just going to read the characters and the uh, the setting, and then we're going to get a word from audience member Stephen, who is going to tell us just exactly what uh, how we're going to modify this. We're not going to get any words from the play, which is not every other line or anything. So, uh, from what we've been talking about, what <laughs> word comes to your mind? Volkswagen minibus. Volkswagen minibus. Minibus. All right. All right. So here in our fantastic playbook, the best short plays of 1988 to 1999, edited and introduced by Raymond Delgado, I have opened up to a play. I'm not going to tell you the name, but I'll read off the characters. Uh, this is going to be for all three of our players. Uh, we are going to have Martinell. Martinell is a Twenty-five, Martinell, twenty-five, a streetwalker. <coughs> we also have Holly, thirty, a runaway housewife, <laughs> and we have Dwayne, seventeen, a schoolboy. Oh my God! Scene: The action of the play takes place at, in the Terminal Bar, an abandoned club in New York City's red light district. Time: The season is winter. The time, the near future. Prologue, music plays in the darkness. It is a gentle, futuristic, slightly mournful. It continues quietly throughout the prologue. Martinelle sits isolated in a pool of light. She is 25 years old and vaguely attractive. She wears a fake fur chubby, a mini skirt, and sequined platform shoes. She holds a large. I have no idea. I won't. We will find this. We will find that out through the course of the scene, no doubt. Uh, She wears sequined platform shoes. She holds a large portable radio in her lap. A price tag hangs from. You said this scene was in the future. Yeah, the near future. (laughs) Portable radio. A large portable. A large portable radio. A price tag hangs from it. Martinell fiddles with the radio. It broadcasts static. What was our word again? Uh, minibus. Volkswagen minibus. The character names again? Oh, that would be Martinell, who is our 25-year-old streetwalker. Holly, 
30, a runaway housewife, and Dwayne, 17, a schoolboy. Gosh, lady, that that radio you've got is as big as a Volkswagen minibus. I haven't seen anything big like that since, like, the history books. Well, you're just an awfully intelligent young man, aren't you? Very observant as well. I mean, look, my radio is tiny, and it's like about as big as my finger. Oh, your finger, you say? Yeah. You ever seen a real fur chubby? <laughs> that sounds like something I'd want to see here in the red light district. You know, I mean, I'm not really graduated from high school or anything. Wait yet, a but minute. I thought maybe this could be my. I need, and, you know, see, I need to see some ID. You need to be at least 18. My name is Dwayne, and I'm only 17, but I... Oh, so oh, close. My classmate Alex said if I came here to this particular neighborhood, I could go all the way with a lady. Well, <laughs> there are no ladies in the bar just yet. So you're not a lady? Oh, I'm is a... Is that what a chubby means? <laughs> in your parlance, it might be what it means, but then, no, it's a fur chubby. Oh, it keeps you warm because it's winter. Excuse yes, exactly me. right. Hello. I, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't help but notice uh, with the boombox so being so expensive and, and well, uh, gorgeous for a chubby. Uh, Thank I, you. I'm, just, I'm desperately trying to get away from my husband and I need quick cash. You seem like the type of person that could teach me a thing or two. Hmm. How loose is your moral fiber? <laughs> Actually, it's more like sackcloth. At this point. Oh, sackcloth. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are your math skills? Is uh, 17 greater than 18 or equal? Uh, lower than? Oh. Ah. Oh. Listen, lady, I saved up $42.10 for my paycheck at the frozen yogurt shop. And I brought it down here because my classmate Alex said this is the place to go if you want to become a man. Well, that's also going to take a calendar, because, uh, <laughs> when's your birthday, exactly? Oh, not for another three months. Ah, uh, well... That's an entire season. Do we schedule appointments? Is this how it works? <laughs> Something we can leave? We could schedule an appointment, sure. Okay. You want to come back here in three months there? Little that's nails? spring break. That's spring break. No I wanted better to be experienced time. before spring break. Who doesn't? That's how I got into this line of business. Oh, my foot's cramping from my shoes. <laughs> What's your name, lady? I'll come back. My name is Martinella. <laughs> Wait a minute. That sounds like a man's name with an Ella on the end. No, it's not a man's name. No, a, a fur chubby is just another way of saying an interrogative on the Brazilian side. <laughs> All right. Wait, a question of Brazilian? Yes. Is it or isn't it? <laughs> uh, all right. Tell you what. Before you come back in three months, um, sneak into your dad's closet and find that uh, crying game movie. You know, you might want to watch that first. Uh huh. That's from like 1992. Not that I would know, because I'm only 17. <laughs> you well-versed person. I think you're lying. You know what? That gives you another six months of age. What's your name now? Holly. Holly. Hmm. How about a holly jolly Christmas there? Ooh. What's your name? Dwayne. Dwayne? Just like Dree, Dwayne Reed, the, the chain of drugstores across the street. Just saying. You're well versed for a 17 year old young man. Well, how many 17 year olds, you know, show up here in the red light district looking to become a man? 23. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I've known them all and they've all known me. So you have to wait till you're 18? Well, you don't. 
You're already 18. How many men have you been with? How many men have I been with? I've been with a hundred boys, and they've all left men. What about the housewife? I've only been with her once. (laughs) (laughs) How many men have you been with? Uh, just Martinelle. It's Martinella. Sorry. Yeah. Put the chafe on my fur chubbins. <laughs> this is turning out to be a pretty bad idea. Maybe I should go call Alex and Alex. I don't think you should leave. Listen to that endearing music in the background, subtly playing. <laughs> oh, this place, dude, there's a reason this club is called Terminal. <laughs> yes, it is. Picture a group of three people trapped inside of a bar. No one can leave, but everyone's come. <laughs> excellent, excellent ending. I just that. saw Rod Serling throw up in the parking lot. <laughs> oh my god! A picture of a Craigslist. Mm-hmm. So sell that vomit. The garnish, the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right, so let's. Um, right, my friend Alex is based on a real character. Uh-huh. Oh, see, I thought you were referencing Alex Scott, who recommended that game. No, I was it's actually referencing my high school classmate Alex Dukler, oh. who Dukler. would knew, knew You had to call him Dukler, right? <laughs> he he knew everything about the seedy side of life and would yeah. advise you on anything. He knew how to get to you know. <laughs> And, we, and I grew up in the suburbs of New York, so we would go, he would say, you go to Manhattan and go to blah. Yeah. I'm like, really? So when you say you grew up in the suburbs of New York, yes. did, did you ever... It was a holly jelly. Did you ever stop your heart in the terminal bar? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a martinella with a holly garnish. <laughs> or one gigantic radio. $2.12 a bargain why don't we find out uh, what really happened to old Dukler uh, with a game called Every Other oh, Other Line back again. All right. yeah the playbooks are back so uh, Craig's <laughs> oh, Craig or Brad whoever that is oh and hey, it's like alright so uh, I guess you uh, Frank you shall be the Dukler Alex Dukler. Dukler. Alex Dukler, uh, on one of his many fact-finding expeditions out to the city, uh, we will have Stephen over there to open up the playbooks to find out just exactly Alex where Dukler we're going to drove start. a uh, Pontiac Trans Am or something like that. I, I would not. I, would, I could. It was a firebird. I could not imagine. Alex Dukler, he was a big man, big heavy, heavy man, and then one day they, he's like six foot plus and probably two or three hundred pounds, three hundred yeah. pounds. And one day at school, they installed speed bumps and during class. And okay. so he had driven to school, but could not leave school because his firebird got caught on the speed bump as he tried to <laughs> 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 okay. awesome. get him out of the car and get some lightweight kid to drive it over the speed bump. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So Dukler's a big man. He got a firebird. <laughs> and he knew all about adult things. Okay. So, so Dukler <laughs> is on one of his adult fact-finding missions. What all is right. he trying to find out about audience members need? Uh, uh, a hot new herb to go on his American-Italian fusion 
restaurant. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh! So it's not a dirty adult thing. It is an actual adult thing. <laughs> the Duke, the Duke's is out on his the hunt for the hottest new herb to go on his Italian fusion flatbread. And this is every other line, which means that uh, Frank is can say whatever he wants. Brad and Paul have to read lines from the playbooks they have in their hands. <laughs> and uh, let's see. yes. All right, listen, little buddy. You and I were going into this hottest Italian restaurant. We're gonna <clears throat> find out. I heard this place has got what we need, you know, to make our stuff over the top. I, I gotta have the latest, the latest herb for my uh, my Italian cooking. Well, yeah, that's why me and Betty have those astronomical phone bills. I know, calling Italy all the time, trying to find the herb, but I hear it's right here in Manhattan. So let's go. Let's go in the gimmick. Get, 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 the, get the head chef over there. Get him over here. Hey, you, chefy, give me it. Mm. Of course, of course. Wait, I thought you were going to be like Italian and stuff. Certainly. Oh, well, you're one of them. Wise, a wise guy. Yeah, I hope it helps, sir, because you're all I've got. Yeah, I need some. Now, young woman, make yourself scarce. You've done your work actually. Now, she's with me. She is with me, and uh, he's, I... He's teaching us a lesson on humility. It's all about the finest in gourmet cookery. That you and your egg are not forgotten. You're not going to talk to my girl like that. She's you... more than just a hunk of meat. So you're going to take care of it yourself? Wait for me, Dulcibella. I can't oh, do he's that. Calling you, he's calling you sweet, sweet. Sweet and pretty is what that means. Because I know a thing about, about Italian. Oh, messenger, I can't leave this room, and I'm not saying anything to anyone. That's right, you don't go anywhere. You don't go anywhere, you go for me. You want to talk to her, you go for me. Stupid. Oh, uh, what are you calling stupid? Both stupid. Who, what? You calling us stupid? We're, we're going to be paying customers at your place, and you're calling us stupid. Hey, what do you think of Prince Simon, Camilla? Eh, <laughs> I mean, I mean that, that all people are over the world, all over the world, uh, are waiting for me. Yeah, you they want, they're waiting for you because they gotta go through me. You, you should just keep your mouth shut and you talk when I talk to you. What? Run along now and get ready. Ha, I'm ready, I'm here. All I want is this uh, special uh, seasoning. It's like uh, the, what you put on the portobello. What you, what you put on the masala. Did you notice anything? I hadn't even tasted it yet. Ah, yes, that would account for it. I want to order the finest of the herb that you got. People are expecting me to do the talking. What are you talking about? This is a male-dominated Italian restaurant. I'm just so trying to be rational. When we go to the frickin' cupcake place, then you can talk. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Because it's a moral problem? It's a moral tradition. It's like Sicily, baby. Come on. Yes, show them up, please. Oh, uh, no, you can handle it. <laughs> yes and no, show them up. Are you cheating on me? Are you, che- are, you, are, you, are you cheating on me with the Italian restaurant guy? Yes, I was expecting him. What? With traveling? I don't even remember. Never mind. Oh my god. What are you talking? You're saying you, you know this fella. It would be an honor to eat with you, sir. <laughs> That's all we want to do. That's all we got to do. Just let us eat. I will wait up. No. You wait now. You're the waiter. Get a waiter to wait on me now. Those laws in England against the likes of me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm still nervous and anxious. My God, all I want to do is I want to get one of the Italian food. I want to give me the best pasta with the special seasoning on it. Give me that. You mean ice? Ice. But we must proceed softly. Softly. 
All right, fine. You, I like it al dente, but I'll take it softly. Go. You have another. <laughs> if that's what you, if that's the way that what it makes it work, yeah, I think you bring it on. If you want to put it, about that. put it in my mouth. I want to taste. You have another door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is doing it fine. It is better locked. Ay, ay, ay. I just want to try. Okay, come on. Wait, which door? Which door? I got? guess the kitchen door. The, the what door do I go through to get the finest? Is there a back room of some kind where you shoot the mafioso? The powder then is placed upon the floor in a ring wide enough to contain two feet and two and a half times as wide as you should dare to call upon, Eblis. This is uh, very, uh, very exotic. Funny thing, I'm starving. Of course we're starving. We've been here for like forever trying to get some Italian food and the guy wants to draw garlic in a circle or something like that and make a stand in it. You don't or maybe think someone wants to poison you, do you? That is one thing to be thankful for in all this bad business. That someone wants to poison me? Well, how, is that a, how is that a positive? You had me worried. I, I, you know what I did? I played my hand. I, 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 he sees me as competition. That's what it is. You I, see me as potential restaurant competition. I just wasn't thinking that. I couldn't have born to see him. I'm talking about home cooking. I, am a, I, I cook at home. I cook for my friends. I'm going to have a party. I'm not going to open a restaurant next to yours. I'm from Yonkers. Well, master, you put the powder in a ring, wide enough to hold common feet, scarce larger than ours, and then, ah, I wish I'd never told you. That's, that's, so this is the recipe. I don't like what I'm hearing. We get the powder. We get it in powder form. I thought we were going to get fresh herbs. We're going to get powdered herbs, and we're going to put them in a circle. And we're going to stand on them like uh, we're stopping grapes. Then there'll be many spirits. There's the spirit of death, the spirit of drought, the spirit of fever. So the spirit of death, what is that like? Uh, it's in your attitude. What, what? What are these spirits he's talking about? I, I don't know if I look at that well. Everything is filled with scandals and people that wind up forgetting about me sooner or later. Yeah, I'm about to forget about you. <laughs> and call up the spirit of death, the spirit of fever, even the spirit of terror, but not the spirit of laughter. Uh, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and act like Elmer Fudd. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually in here. And act like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> yep. It's Willy Willy in there. That is, uh, that oh, is, why was that? It's like top, top line, right? When the chickens came home. <laughs> Someone mentioned Elmer Fudd. Scene's See, over. The scene is thing. over. I'm just going Folks, I think uh, I think that's gonna do us. Let's make the podcast over too. Uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, do make sure that you subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform, iTunes, Stitcher. I did on Stitcher. On Stitcher, good. We have some people subscribe to us on Stitcher. That's for sure. Uh, so it's a great place uh, to get podcasts. So you can just download it from podcast.einsteinsimplified.com and uh, make sure you rate us as well. That's really important. So uh, thanks again for tuning in for uh, Frank Murphy. Brad Bumgarner, Paul Simmons, hey. audience Steven, uh, I'm Aaron Littleton. Uh, good night, folks. We'll see you. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Bye.